This is the Everything EV Podcast by EV Powered. Hello and welcome to the Everything EV Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything electric. I'm your host, Charlie Atkinson, and in these episodes, we'll be discussing everything to do with electric travel. So whether it be cars, bikes, boats, or even planes, we'll have it covered. We'll also be speaking to people from within the industry to get their views on the EV space, as well as other features such as electric car reviews, electric motorsport coverage, and much, much more along the way. This podcast is available on all streaming platforms, so be sure to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from to receive every single episode as soon as it's released. And please do go back and check out all our other episodes too. In this episode, we're joined by Joe Corcoran, Business Development Executive of Energy Aggregator Online Direct. Just this week, Online Direct launched its new EV charging service to provide its list of brokers with another energy service. Joe is here to talk about the launch of the new business, why Online Direct decided to branch into this market, and to also share his personal views on the EV industry. So, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Now, obviously, we're chatting to you today to discuss your new EV charging service. But before we get into that, could you just tell us all about Online Direct? Yeah, so Online Direct, we're an energy aggregator, first and foremost. So what we do... Uh, we work with energy brokers across the UK and we provide them access to the to the energy markets. So uh, that, that ranges from gas, electricity, uh, water, so that they have the tools to be able to, to go to their customers and be able to sell them uh, energy contracts. And uh, yeah, that's that's the bread and butter of what we do. And we also, uh, we do additional services as well, obviously EV charging being one that we're going to touch upon today uh, and a whole load of different services that we can provide to the broker network. So yeah, you just touched on there your new EV charging service. So could you just go into a bit more detail on that and uh, what that service is going to consist of and how you're going to be working with all your different clients to be providing an EV charging solution? Yeah, so EV charging. So basically we found that we need to diversify in the market and we need brokers to to really be able to, to showcase themselves, I suppose, if you like. Um, so what we've done, we've introduced EV charging uh, as an important service that they can provide to their customers. So what what we do is we have three partners that we have teamed up with um, who provide software and hardware um, that we can say to our brokers, look, you can sell them gas, electricity, water, but now you also have the opportunity to need EV charge point. Um, yeah, so what we do, we've got three partners that we can we can approach, we can get quotes from, we can get different proposals from them. And then we li- liaise with our brokers to say that this is what you can do for your customer. Is this right for them? We've got a range of different uh, products available, whether that's, again, hardware, software, whether that's m- multiple charge points on the site or if they just need the one or different speeds. There's, there's a whole load of different things that we can do. So, um, yeah, it's all about liaising with our brokers to find out what the customers need. And then we will contact our partners. Um, and then uh, we take it from there. So yeah, you just touched on there the need to diversify and obviously you and Online Direct became aware of the electric vehicle market fairly recently. So how much research had to go into preparing to launch this side of the business and how familiar were you with the electric vehicle industry in general from in just terms of the cars as well, but also the infrastructure that needed to go with it as well? Yeah, so in terms of the EV market, I think it's been something that has been floated about the past couple of years, I'd say. Um, but as we've obviously got the targets 2030 for for diesel and, and petrol cars to, to sort of be phased out, we wanted to, I suppose, get in there early and have have a solution, have a service, almost like for the next 10 year, like it's like a 10 year plan um, before that they phase out. So we, we had to do a lot of research going into it, finding out what opportunities there were, what partners we can go with, 
what are the benefits for us? What are the benefits for customers? Can customers get anything out of it? We know they can get grants from the uh, from the government now. Um, what can we get out of it? What can brokers get out of it? And I think we had to do a lot of research going into it. Um, it's it's been a relatively lengthy process, I have to say. Uh, we're fortunate that we were in a position that uh, this Monday um, we managed to roll it out eventually, and we have had some good feedback as well. So um, I've learned a lot, I have to say. Uh, not just from the research from work, but from yourself as well, which I'm sure you'll be buzzing about. Um, I think at, at this moment in time, I think a big thing for us was when we were researching, there's around about 28,000 charge points, give or take, uh, in the country at the moment. There might be a little bit more now, but I think that wants to be around about 280,000, 300,000 within like the next six or seven years. And that's a huge opportunity for us because, as you say, it doesn't take a, uh, a genius to realise that there needs to be a lot more charge points uh, introduced into the country and built. So if we can be a part of that, fantastic. It gets our brand out there and it gets people thinking about it as well. I think everyone is keen to be as sustainable as possible. Uh, we are as a company as well. And this is this will help put that message out and it will get people thinking about it a lot more as well, which I think is is very important. Yeah, so obviously you just said there that you want, or Online Direct wants to be as sustainable as possible, and that's really important to the company. But obviously you do still work and have quite a big presence within the energy market. So is this the launch of this new EV charging service going to mark the beginning of uh, a phasing out process of that energy side of things as you look to become more sustainable, or will that side of the business always remain? No, so we'll always keep with energy, um, but we can see a shift uh, with what customers want, with what brokers want, and what we want as well uh, to become sustainable. So, yeah, previously fossil fuels were massive, but I think over time that that will start to phase out anyway. But we already do have plenty of renewable options, um, whether that be suppliers that use solar, whether they use biomass, whether they use wind energy, or or, or all different kinds of renewable energy. There are options out there. Um, we have plenty of suppliers that have renewable renewable products uh, which is great and we're starting to see it's getting more and more popular the more that it, uh, sustainability gets talking uh, gets talked about um, the more popular it becomes and and yeah I think we'll always do energy but there's plenty of renewable options available so um, we want to be be the best that we can in terms of sustainability for sure okay great so in terms of your role specifically then how are you going to be interacting with this new ev charging service what is your role going to consist of in in the rollout of this new business sure yeah so my role is all about business development and, and marketing actually at the minute now so so yeah pre previously i was assisting um my manager sam in terms of the, the research into ev charging um doing what i could i know he's he's done a lot of it so i've got him to thank um and yeah, we have brought this to, to Online Direct and done all the research going into it and, and liaise with the, the partners and the suppliers to be able to do it. And then going forward, um, as I say, we rolled this out on Monday so that it will sit directly with our with our new connections department. Uh, however, a big part of what I'm going to do, I'll liaise with them and really try and market this service because we see this as an important service it's something additional that brokers can can do to win more business and a big part of what i want to do is to be able to really get the message out there about um i suppose ev vehicles as a, as a start but the charge points and being green i suppose 
I'm really going to try and try and push that forward just to try and get the message out there for people. Um, we've already had a good number of inquiries come in in the past week alone, so it is popular. Um, I think the EV market is is growing. Well, we can see that it's growing, and I think over the next few years, especially. I think we'll start to see, well, you'll know the figures to be fair, but we'll start to see a lot more on the road, uh, EV vehicles, um, once once they uh, once they become more popular and, and there's a lot more uh, manufacturers and there's a lot more cars out there, it's going to be a huge market and that's what we wanted to be part of. So yeah, you just mentioned there that you've had quite a lot of interest already from brokers and you've had a number of inquiries already this week. So. For instance, if I was a broker and I contacted you about this service, what would the whole process consist of and, and how would I go about working with Online Direct for EV charging? Sure. So, I mean, the inquiries that we've got at the minute are predominantly going to be brokers that already work with us. So it's, it's a little bit easier for them. But if, if you didn't work with us and you're a broker, um, it's simple. If, if you get in contact with us, we, we can set up an, an agreement uh, in place between, between us and you. Um, and then what we do, as I say, we would, if there are... We information gather to begin with, first and foremost, about the customers. So the important things are what does your customer actually need? Um, do they need one charger? Do they need multiple ones? Um, what software do they want? Because um, I know you can get uh, different softwares uh, for the charge points. Um, what speed do they need? Because they will vary in speeds. I mean, some of them are as quick as 45 minutes. Some of them might take a few hours. It's important. We start off and we say, what does the customer actually require? And that's the first thing that we look at. Uh, we'll get all of that information together and then the best word for it, I suppose, is we tender it off to, to three partners that we've got to. Uh, we have the choice there. And then speak with them and then we'll see what, what proposals they've got available, what products that they've got. Um, will it fit the customer? If it does, then great. Then it's a case of we'll get that proposal, um, present it to the broker who can then speak with the customer, see see what they want to do um, if a customer wants to go ahead with it then we will instruct the EV partner for that and then what they'll do is they'll get in contact with with the with a DNO um, or distribution network officer and the like the site managers as well and they'll just liaise with the customer until like arrange installation dates and they'll just liaise with them throughout the whole process we'll get updated as well um, so that we can inform our brokers too um, and yeah, it's, it's as simple as that, really. Um, information gathering to begin with, and then it's, it's obviously a lot of, of arranging. It's not a uh, it's not a one day process. It will take a few weeks. Um, but yeah, we're getting interest, or quite a bit of interest actually, that we're getting through, which is which is fantastic. So um, it's only the first week, so we'll see. We'll see how properly it proves to be, but I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll take off. Okay, so there's now going to be, as a result of this, businesses up and down the country that are going to approach you and and start the process of installing EV charging services um, at their sites or at their locations. But for online direct and for the brokers that you work with, what exactly do you get out of doing this, and what what was the whole reason behind launching this service? Sure. So there's there's uh, a few, well, quite quite a few things that we get out of it. To be fair, so. First and foremost, uh, from Online Direct's perspective, obviously going into the, the sustainable uh, products, uh, first and foremost, is fantastic. Um, it links directly with the electricity supply contract as well. So if a broker will go to a customer and they and a the customer needs to do their electricity or they want an EV charge point, they sort of go hand in hand. So it's not just a case of getting sort of one 
uh, deal than with them. It's actually two together, um, which is a win-win for, for everyone involved. And of course, that, that will go to the broker too. Um, so, so that's a really good, uh, really good reason why, why we want to do it. Again, we want brokers to be able to, to, to uh, provide more services to their customers because in turn it will help, help them win more business. The more, the more that you can offer to someone, um, the more likely that they are going to, to stay with you. And it's not just a short-term thing as well. Um, the more that you can offer now, we want to have long-lasting relationships or we want brokers to have long-lasting relationships with their customers. And then with that, they will keep coming to Online Direct for these services too. So that's that's a big part of it. We want long, long-term relationships with our brokers. Um, and then, of course, there are opportunities, and it goes without saying, there are commissionable opportunities as well for it. Um, from the suppliers so um, but yeah it's all about us getting out there getting as many services that we can provide to our brokers so that they can win more businesses um, over and help themselves stand out in the market basically okay brilliant now I just wanted to go back to earlier in the podcast when we spoke about the the research that had to go into launching this side of the business and obviously you touched on that we are close friends and have been for a number of years. So from a personal perspective, I'm interested to see how well I've done, how good a job I've done in convincing you to go to and move over to an electric car because you don't drive an electric car at the minute. So yeah, from a personal point of view, how close are you or are you close at all to making the switch to an electric car? I have to say, I've been pleasantly surprised, I have to say. Um, I was one of these skeptics to begin with um, who, like a lot of people, oh, the batteries don't last long enough, oh, there's not enough charge points out on the road. Um, so it always was in the back of my mind thinking, yeah, I'll get one eventually. Um, but actually, since I've, especially when we were in that absolute beast a couple of weeks ago in the Mustang, um, it was, um, I was really, really impressed. Um, they're lovely and quiet, I have to say. <laughs> so that's one thing that I quite liked. But actually... Uh, just speaking to you about it as well, the the distances that you can get out of them were longer than what I expected. Um, and then I remember we, we were in the car at some point going to the hairdresser, going to the barbers, I think. And then I asked you a question about the batteries. I don't know if you remember. Um, and then it completely slipped my mind that you can lick. I remember the turning, actually, when, when I asked you a question. Weird. Um, and I asked you about the batteries and like, you can literally, it doesn't matter if, if you got like a, battery that only lasts 150 miles now it completely slipped my mind that in three years time you can just replace the battery you don't need to replace the car so that as simple as that sounds it did make me think actually why am i why did i have that view in the first place if you can just change the battery once once they do get longer you can just change it so that that was a big impact i do think the next time i my my car is up for renewal if that's the word I'll definitely, definitely consider it. Even if it's a hybrid to begin with. Um, if it's right for me, then then 100%. But some of the ones that you've driven and that I've been in with you, they are they are nice, I have to say. <laughs> they are. <laughs> okay, so when your car is up for renewal, then I am definitely going to make sure that you are going electric. But <laughs> just, just to finish things up now, um, so usually I like to end these podcasts with getting people's predictions for how the industry might look over the next five years or so. But... I was just curious because obviously this side of your business has been launched just this week, so it is very fresh. But from the research you've done and sort of living and breathing the electric vehicle industry for the past few months prior to launching this, how big a part of this 
of your business do you expect EV charging to become? Do you expect it to be as big as gas and energy and water, like all the other sides of your business? Or do you think it will still need a little bit longer to, to catch up to those established markets? Yeah, I think the next, I think it's almost, I said earlier, almost like a 10-year plan. Because we know that eventually all of the uh, cars will, will become electric. So I think the next 10 years are, are the, the real important important years to get to get the infrastructure out on the roads because once the ev charge points are there they're there so i think the yeah the next 10 years are going to be huge i think as it stands at the moment and i know I touched upon it earlier because there are people still out there myself included that are still a little bit skeptical uh, with ev charges uh, ev cars as a whole whether they can do the range um, that people want, whether there's enough infrastructure out there, because there are still people out there, um, and again, always have to be proved wrong, um, but because there are people out there, I think the next few years, just in terms of the market as a whole, might be a little bit slower, but then I think it will start, I think it will rocket at one, at one point in the next few years anyway. So I think there might be like a, a slow phase to begin with, um, with that said, we have got a lot of um, a lot of inquiries, so it does seem popular. But I do think over the next few years, that when it really starts to boom, the more that are on the road and then the more uh, infrastructure there is, people will be aware of it and then they really want to get involved. Um, do I think it will be as big as gas, electricity and water? Uh, who knows? Um, it will link nicely with electricity anyway. And that, I think that's the great thing that we can do them almost both together. Um, and then, of course, if someone is doing their electricity and their EV charging, why not do their gas? Why not do the water? Why not do all the other services that we've got um, energy related as well? So I think it'll all just tie in together, to be fair. Um, and as I keep coming back to it, the more that we can offer, the better it is for brokers and the better it is for their customers. Yeah, I know we said we were going to finish things up there, but I just wanted to go back to when you mentioned that there are still quite a few sceptics of electric vehicles out there and you used to be one of them or, or maybe a little bit more along the line of getting closer to purchasing an electric vehicle now since you've been behind the wheel of one or been in the car whilst, whilst I've been testing one. So I just wanted to get your opinion on, is, is that all it's going to take to encourage people to make the switch over to electric vehicles is, is the education they need just being in and around and exposed to electric vehicles yeah i think it's that old-fashioned phrase don't knock it until you try it to be perfectly honest and i certainly did knock it um and wasn't 100 percent sure and then when you had uh the cars that you that you were testing and i came in some of them with you i was very very impressed um yeah, I, I do think, if you just give it the time of day, to be fair, I think it's very easy to sit back and go, electric vehicle, nah, that, I'll wait a few years until they're better. But actually, what is stopping what is stopping people from, and myself included, from getting one now? I mean, I when my car is up, I will definitely uh, consider it. Uh, there's no reason why I can't. It's more sustainable. Um, and again, that, that's a huge thing at the minute. Uh, we saw with COP26 last year as well. Um, it's huge so don't knock it until you try it get in a car or have a look at the car see what's out there um, and yeah have a test have a test of one and then you never know you might like you might get along with them they seem really smooth to drive so I can't see a reason why why you shouldn't consider it 
That's all for this episode. Many thanks for listening. And if you liked it, then please do check out all our other episodes and be sure to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from to make sure you get every single episode as soon as it's released. For daily news coverage, features and much more, you can also head over to evpower.co.uk. Thanks once again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the Everything EV Podcast.